God bless you. Good morning. My name is Keisha Marin from God for Prince Ministry. And today, let's talk about minding our own business and putting our priorities straight. So lately, my staff, let's, let's dig right into it. Lately, my staff have been minding each other's business instead of minding their own business. But I've heard this comment or this, this question or this statement a couple of times, which is, I want to do what she does. I want to be successful like she does. I want to do this. I want to do that. Oh, my God, how she's accomplishing this or accomplishing that. Yet, I have no idea that they're doing it all wrong. All right, all right. So don't misunderstand me. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. People normally look at the success, but they don't know the work that you have put into it behind the scenes. So this is one thing, right? And how a successful person in general, doesn't matter what field you're in, doesn't matter where you're in life, I think every successful person that has accomplished something in life, it doesn't matter what it is, if it's, even if it's a small accomplishment or a big one, um, I think we could all agree that we work hard to get there. I think we could all agree that we had to mind our own business and focus and put our priorities straight, right? Okay, so that's my point. Instead of minding each other's business, they should mind their own. How does a successful person become successful? Besides putting God first, that's absolutely number one. You have to, have to, have to put God first. There's no options when it comes down to that. Because at the end of the day, you could work as hard as you want to. But if God is not the center of it to provide to you, to lead you, to give you wisdom... You ain't making it. You're not, you're not getting too far. You might make it up to a certain point. But at some point, you need God's guidance and wisdom, right? So, why do I say minding our own business and making, getting our priorities straight? It's because sometimes we're so distracted with what, everything that is going on that we miss the mark. We miss the opportunities. We miss those moments where we could grow and be successful isn't that awesome or sad it would be awesome if you focus and you don't miss it it's sad if you it passed right in front of you and you didn't even realize it I think nowadays people need work ethic I think they should in school they should go back and teach how to you know how to work they need work ethic like job performance like what you do and you don't do in a work environment you can't there's a time and a place for everything can we agree with that there's absolutely a time and place for everything and you don't bring your drama to work you don't do gossip at work you you know you don't talk behind your boss back i think everybody does that but like, if you don't like your work, then move on to the next one. Don't you think? If you don't like, and I'm going based on this just because, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios. This happens in churches. This happens at work. This happens with family. This happens with relationship. It's just my, my employees are driving me insane right now. So, 
They can't focus um, to mind their own business. And then when you tell them, they looking at you like you're crazy. And I understand a lot of them are young and a lot of them are just, I don't know, caught up in this world of nonsense. But what I'm really here to tell you is if you want to accomplish any dreams, any goals, after putting God first, you need to focus. You need to have a clear vision of what is it that you want and you desire and write it down. Do um a vision board. I love vision boards. But even if it's not a physical, a mental one, write it down on a notebook. Like even the Bible says that if you write things down, they will come true. Like, come on, write, write your dreams, your goals, your whatever it is that you want. Write it down. Have a clear view of it. And sometimes, honestly, we're going to start certain things and we're not going to know exactly what the next step is. Because I know I... I didn't have a plan. I didn't have... All I knew was that once I, I stepped into what I wanted to do at the moment in time, I gave my 110%. That was my focus all the time. Like I breathe, sleep, eat that gold and dream. And it didn't always go as smooth as I would like to, but I didn't give up. And... It fell a couple of times and I had to like restart all over again. But I knew my heart was there. So that's number one. Your heart has to be there. You cannot do things for the fame, for money, for people to know you. No, like you need to do it because it's in your heart. Like you have to, have to, have to know that you love what you're about to do. Because when you love something, it's no longer work. When you love something, it's no longer like, oh, my God, I really have to do this. Uh, you don't hate it when you wake up every morning. When you love something, you're excited and you're always doing your research and you're always looking for, for a better way to um, improve. So that's number two. Do your research. Do your research. This I'm pretty sure there's someone else out there that's doing something similar to what you want to do or even the same do your research do your research learn as much as you can don't ever think you know it all meet with people mind like like that they like the same thing that they doing the same thing that they know that you could learn from because you never stop learning there's always something that somebody else knows that you could learn from them and you could use it to your advantage to grow. And stop getting distracted. You need to focus and you need to know that everything else around doesn't matter at that moment because the important thing is making it to your goal. You can't cancel um, your plans because of what somebody else is doing or because somebody else, like, no. Focus. Or even... If you're work, like, forget about the drama around you and, and focus on what else can I learn from everyone around me? What else can I learn from my boss? What else can I learn if it's a church from my leaders, from, from a sister, from a brother? Um, what can I learn? And let me tell you one thing. Sometimes as humans, we always think that when people ask us to do things, 
is because they're taking advantage of us or because they ask i'm doing too much for what i get paid or i'm doing too much because this is not my responsibility you do do you know that absolutely everything someone tells you to do that is not part of your job description is a new experience that you are getting and you're receiving there is a new teaching there's there's something new you could learn that you become of more value to that company or to any other company that you work with because you are learning so instead of thinking about it as like oh this is not part of my job description or this is not i don't get paid for this you know what you're getting something even bigger knowledge something that no one can take away from you that job that position somebody could take it away but the knowledge you already gained no one absolutely no one could take it away from you so instead of complaining take advantage and focus while everybody else is gossiping or criticizing or complaining you should be looking for more ways to grow you should look for more ways to to learn more because knowledge is something no one will ever be able to take away from you no one absolutely no one and sometimes we jump too too quick and we start complaining about something and then that's when your leaders your pastors your 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 boss um start looking at you like a weak link and and you don't know what's in their mind you don't know that you are being trained that you are being tested that you are being taught but because you started complaining it's like oh no you're not the right person for this you're not the right person for that sometimes we have to forget about the the money situation for two seconds and see hold on where is this going why out of everybody around me why they chose me to do this why they chose me to trust Remember, they're never going to send someone to do something that they don't trust. They're never going to put something in someone's hands that they don't think they're capable of doing it. So that means they've seen something in you. They've seen a, a, a potential in you. But sometimes because we run our mouth too fast and we start complaining and we start looking at the negative of everything instead of looking at the positive, we ruin our chances. We ruin our um, potentially... A growth, potentially um, a promotion, potentially an opportunity. And that's when I say sometimes you need to look at the bigger picture. Sometimes you need to start focusing on, okay, what what's the bigger picture? What's, what's coming after this? Like, let me, sometimes we just need to shut up. I'm sorry to say it that way, but sometimes we just need to just close your mouth. Just just close your mouth. Close your mouth for two seconds. Because every time you open your mouth, you ruin what your hands are doing. <laughs> so with that being said, focus. Focus. There's people next to you that are coming behind you and making it to places faster than you because you're still complaining and you're still distracting you're still looking at what everybody else is doing forget about what everybody else is doing start focusing on you and only you
you need to, we need to, um, you want to grow? You know what? That's when you work hard. That's when you take all the knowledge you could get. And that's when you study every opportunity. You, it comes your way. Take it, take it and focus. Um, I started my business eight years ago. And then when I started, I started with one child at my home and I didn't have nothing in the house. And, but I started working and I used to work I, for, for three years. I worked 24 seven. 24-7, my kids sacrificed their mother, their, their home space. We had toys all over the place. We had cribs and we had eating chairs and all this other stuff that it was like always there and never went away. <laughs> um, We had kids going to football games with us. We had kids going to church with us. Like, it was not an overnight thing. It was 24-7 um, work. Then when I took it out of my house, I, I even slept at the um, the daycare just because we had to be there again at five in the morning, and it was like too hard to wake up the kids. So it was like, oh, let's just let's just sleep there because it was it was more like a house, um, but it was not my house. Um, so when people look at us now, it's like, oh, you this or you there? Like, no, 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 no. I work hard. You could make it there. You could absolutely reach the point where I'm at in life right now, which I'm not, I haven't made it yet. Um, I'm still working to make it, but anybody could do it. They just need to focus. And I'm not saying you have to go and work 24 seven. Cause at some point I realized that I gained the knowledge. I gained the name. I gained the respect, but I sacrificed a lot of my time with my children I sacrificed a lot of my time for myself. I didn't go to the park. I didn't go to the beach. I didn't go anywhere. The only place I went, it was a football game with my kids. And I still had other people's kids with me at that time as well. Um, so I sacrificed time. But, and then I lost everything not once, not twice. I lost it three times. But you know what? I did what I had to do and start all over again. I wanted to open a center. I wanted to work the one. I gained the knowledge I needed to gain. Then went back and got minds back up again. So even now, a lot of times you might not see me in the buildings, but behind the scenes, I'm still doing my research. I'm still looking into how can I grow. I'm still looking into how can I learn more. And I'm still looking on, you know, how can I make it better? Not only for me, for, for, but for my staff. And yes, it's hard. And yes, it's frustrating. And yes, I want to cry sometimes. And yes, I do cry sometimes. <laughs> um, but every single time I'm looking at, I want to keep growing, but I want the people that have around me to grow with me. But that's only going to happen if they focus. Because I also learn that you can't push somebody to the finish line if they don't want to. And there's nothing more disappointing than when you see potential in someone and when you're pushing them and you're giving them opportunities and they're complaining. And they use the word, I don't care. I don't, it's not worth it. That's disappointing. And a lot of times you don't tell them that, but you're listening to them. And eventually you start backing up and you start backing off and you start thinking, okay, this is not the person for this. This is not the person for that. Let me just 
move on to the next one. Or I'd rather do it myself because I don't want to keep hearing someone complain about a position they took that they were not forced to take. Or about um, anything. Like, yes, we all complain at some point of, like, I'm so tired. Oh, I don't want to do that. Like, there's always that day that you just don't want to do anything. Doesn't mean you have an option when it comes down to your work, with, with your ministry, with anything that you are, you committed yourself to. And there's nothing more disappointing and there's nothing more um, discouraging than hearing someone say, I don't care because I don't want somebody in any position in my business that doesn't care or that express themselves in a way where, you know, this is not worth my time because you're talking about my baby. (laughs) You're talking about my pride and joy. You're talking about something I work hard for. And you're talking about position that I put you there with love and respect. So I was. I would expect for you to love and respect it the same way. Regardless if it is that you should the cleaning person, the teacher, the cook, the director, the 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 plumber. If your hands are in my pride and joy, nobody wants to hear someone say, Oh, this is not worth this, or this is not worth that. Oh, oh my god. Because then don't don't then don't be in that position. And I know sometimes we say it out of frustration, but we need to be careful with what we say because words comes out of our mouth, but the words don't go back in. And whatever you say, it stays in people's minds. So there's nothing more disappointing and discouraging than hearing someone express themselves in a negative way towards your business or even ministry. Even if you're in a ministry position, you're in a church position. There's nothing more discouraging than hearing leaders complain about their responsibility. There's nothing more discouraging than hearing um, uh, um, members focusing on everything else and complain about why I'm the, I'm the one being asked about this. Why I'm the one being called for this. Why me? Why me all the time me? Because they saw something in you that they felt they could trust you with. They saw something in you that they saw a potential they saw something in you that maybe in the back they're thinking of biggest, bigger plans and bigger opportunities. But every time you open your mouth and you say something negative, it ruins what you did with your hands. Every single time you hear somebody saying, getting into a, um, an argument with somebody else or talking about someone else, that makes you look like somebody that cannot be trusted. And if someone someone cannot trust you, that's all you really have, your word and respect. So if someone doesn't respect you because they can't trust you, that's already breaking half of the bridge. That's already burning half of the opportunities that you could have had. You never, ever, ever burn a bridge because you never know how many times you have to walk through it. Today, you might be mad and be like, I don't want to be here. Walk away. Again, we're humans and we have those days. But keep it to yourself. (laughs) 
keep them to yourself and control yourself because you might be saying it now out of anger out of bitterness but you never know when you have to walk that bridge again you don't know what employment you have what employer you have to you're gonna have to go knock on the door again and say hey can i have my job back but hold on i thought you hated this job i thought you hated that position I thought we were taking advantage of you. I thought we was giving you more responsibility than you need. So I thought it was, this job wasn't worth it. That is something that we see a lot in this world. People burn bridges and then one day they have to go back and knock again. If you don't want to be somewhere, that's fine. You know, put your resignation, put your two week notice, leave. Good luck with life. But even when you're not there, don't go bashing on people. The ones fetch you. The ones um, sign your check. The ones you were, you felt blessed to have that job. You felt blessed to apply for that position and get in it. You was blessed to be in a, fam- in, a, in a gospel family. And I'm going back and forth between church and work. Because it's pretty similar. You know, at one point you walked into a church and you felt blessed to be there. You felt happy that you had a, 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 a family in Christ. You love your brothers and sisters. And then something happened. All of a sudden it's like, this is the worst place I've ever been to. Why? If it's not the place for you, just get up and go. Find someone else. Find something else. Somewhere else. But... When you're bashing other people, when you're bashing places, then that only reflects on you. That only shows who you are. Do you know that everything that comes out of your mouth comes from your heart? That means that's who you are. That's what you're carrying inside. So if everything that's coming out of your mouth is bitterness and hate and criticism... That's who you are. That doesn't reflect on anyone else. Because no one can control what you're saying about them. But that reflects on you. And I I think that's something that as humans we don't think about sometimes. We don't think about the fact that whatever is coming out of your mouth is reflecting on you. It's not reflecting on me. And we think like, oh my God, you know, I have one on this person because I said this, I said that, blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm exposing them. So we think you're exposing yourself and only yourself. Um, if you want to grow, if you want to, and anything in life that you want to do, anything, 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 take every opportunity that comes your way. And some opportunities you might you might not be able to take because it's too much, and it's okay. It's okay. It's just about how you do it. Don't be don't let the fear stop you. Do not let we put a lot of buts and we put a lot of excuses on I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not, you know, I'm not equipped for this. I'm not equipped for that, but in reality, it's just fear talking. The unknown is scary. But when you actually let the fears go and trust in God and believe that God is gonna God got you and He's gonna open doors and He's gonna give you the knowledge and He's gonna do whatever He needs to do for you to reach that 
position or potential or whatever it is it that he wants to take you to. He's going to give you everything you need. Absolutely everything you need, but you need to have faith. You can't doubt and you need to trust yourself. You need to trust the process. It's not a piece of cake. It's not a walk in the park. There's nights that you're going to be frustrated. And there's nights that you're going to cry. And there's nights that you're going to want to quit. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm tired. Hey, I'm getting overwhelmed. Hey, you know, I need help. But it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Because your leaders, your boss, your directors, you know, whatever, depending on what field you're in, or what is it you're trying to do in life, or even if family and friends, it's going to get to the point where they're going to be like, okay, you know what? Something has to change. Something has to change. Same thing with friendships. It's okay to clean your circle. Because you can't be in a toxic circle and believe that you're going to succeed. A lot of times we become who our friends are, unfortunately. Sometimes you have to let go of people because they're not going to approve for your growth. They're going to start criticizing what you're doing. Don't, don't, don't allow your dreams and your goals to be in somebody else's hands. Because sometimes we ask friends, we ask family members, hey, should I do this? And they're looking at you like, no, why on earth would you do that? You're crazy. I wouldn't. But it's not their dream. It's not their goal. So why are you putting it in their hands? You're letting other people's fears and negativity go into your own dreams and in your own goals. So I so at some point, I stopped asking people for their opinion. Oh, like my friend says, I don't know why you ask for people's opinion if at the end of the day, you're going to do whatever you want. I ask for other people's opinion because I like to make people part of what I do. Um, But when I see that their opinion is going far from my desires and my goals, it's like, eh, maybe I won't take, maybe I will not take your advice after all. (laughs) Um, So it's not that I ask just to ask because I already know what I want. It's I ask to see people's point of view and then... I take it under consideration. And at the end of the day, I do what's best for me. That's it. You need to have confidence. Confidence comes out a little bit cocky sometimes. People, Some people might not understand it. Oh, she's cocky. She's conceited. She's this. She's that. Ugh. No. It's called confidence in what I'm doing. It's called I'm not playing at this moment in time. When it comes down to my ministry, that's my baby. When it comes down to my ministry, like, I am going to go all the way down for that. You touch my ministry, is like touching my kid. <laughs> I don't play with that. So as soon as I, I, you come at me, something negative that is not going to edify my life or is not going to edify anything that I do, it's time for you to step away.
sometimes you have to take time to focus on you and just let everybody else go. Just do whatever you guys want. Like, goodbye. It's okay to let go of people because when you're growing and you're learning, not everybody's going to approve it. Like, when you're getting promoted, there's a lot of people going to be looking at you. Why you, not me? Why? You know why? Because I mind my own business. I was focused. And I did what I was asked. And I waited. So not everybody's going to approve your growth. Not everybody's going to approve your maturity. Not everybody's going to approve your, your, your focus. Not everybody's going to approve your grind. Mm-mm. Not everyone. And that's why in so many places you see someone that's just got there have a, such a big growth compared to somebody that's been there for 20 years. Wait, but why? I don't know. What were you doing this whole time? And what, and what that person did in a short amount of time? Sometimes you made the wrong move and the rugs just come right off your feet. It doesn't mean you can't get back up and, and, and try again. It doesn't mean you shouldn't. You definitely should. Don't give up the first time. Don't ever give up the first time. Also, if you're going to look at what other people are doing, let it be an inspiration. Not jealousy. Not hate. Admire. It's okay to admire what other people do. It's okay to tell someone else, yo, you're doing a great job. It's okay to tell someone else, yo, what is it? How you, how you did it? Can I learn from you? There's a difference between saying, wow, I want to do that. I want to accomplish that. As an inspiration, not as a competition. Don't ever compete with no one by yourself. You're not in competition with anyone. You are you and you're unique and God made you the way you are for a reason. If, I, if God wanted you to be like someone else, it would have made you just like that other person. But he did not. He did not make you like anyone else. And we all have great qualities in us. But then we get distracted. We let fear get in our way. We get our mouth get us in trouble. We let our mouth get us in trouble. So if you ask me, hey, Keisha, how did you accomplish to have a ministry? How did you accomplish to grow your business? I work hard. Really, really hard. I stay focused. While everybody else was jumping and, and doing this and doing that and getting into whatever it is that they were going through in their life, I focused and I didn't give up. I cried and I got back up. I was I learned to shut up when I needed to shut up. I need to learn to talk when I needed to talk. I learned to be proud of what I've accomplished. Regardless of sometimes people want to take it like she's cocky or she thinks this or she thinks that. No, I am proud of where I'm at. And I have a lot more to grow. I have a lot more to learn. We all do. I learned to be humble enough to know that when somebody's giving me an advice, to take it. 
Whether I put it into practice or not, whether it was helpful at the moment in time or not, no, I learned to just be quiet, learn, and listen, and not take every advice as a criticism. And the ones that are criticism, I learned to let them let them go. If it edifies my life, I take it. If it doesn't, then I let it go. I've learned to have a balance in my life. That was something that I had to learn. That I needed to take care of myself. I needed to take time for me. That it's okay to take care of my children. It's okay to take care of my ministry. It's okay to take care of my family. But I also needed to take care of myself and my sanity. There's a time for everything. But when it's time to work, it's time to work. When it's time to just relax, it's time to relax. But I cannot pick and choose when I want to do things. In the sense of when it's time to work, I can't pick and choose and be like, oh my God, I can't do this right now. Nah, you 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 made a commitment. You go through with the commitments. And you do it the best you can. Don't do things halfway. Don't do it sloppy. If you're going to do it, do it the right way. If you're going to do it, give you 110%. There's going to be... There's gonna, there's gonna be um, that time where you could cry, kick, yell. But make sure you do that in your room. Make sure you do that, you know, <laughs> in your personal time and ask the right people for help if you need it. But don't do it in the middle of a project. Don't do it in the middle of a responsibility. Don't do it in the middle of a commitment, don't do it in the middle of your responsibility because at that moment in time is going to start reflecting bad in the sense of saying, maybe you're not the right person for this position. Maybe you're not the right person for this. And right now you might be like, well, I don't really care because a lot of times that's what we do. Our defense mechanism says real quick, oh, I don't care. All right, so really think about it. If you don't care and you're replaced from that position, are you going to say the same thing? Are you going to feel the same way? Or in a week, you're going to regret it. We let our mouth run too fast, and that gets us in trouble a lot. So, again, how do you grow? Because I don't really think it's about success or a certain point because in reality what is success what is success success is whatever we make it to be success is whatever goals we have accomplished success is maybe shoot just finishing a task learn to celebrate every step every milestone every accomplishment every um Everything that you do, regardless of how small it is. This is going to be funny, but I remember when I was living in New York, I used to drive around and drive around and drive around looking for parking. And it was horrible. So after 30 minutes, me like, oh my God, really? I'm not going to find a parking. Oh my God, I'm late to work. Oh my God, stress out. 
when I finally found that parking, it was, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I found a, a parking spot. Automatically, I forgot about the 30 minutes I was driving around frustrated. But I learned to tell God, thank you, because I could have spent another 30 minutes looking for that spot. But I didn't. So a lot of times we always look at the negative, start looking at the positive, stop being thankful. Start being thankful. You know, I celebrate even when, I don't know, I celebrate everything. I literally celebrate everything and that's why I share everything. I am an open book. I like to be an open book. I like to... I am the type of person that if you need an advice, you want to know anything, come on, ask me. I, if I know the answer, I will give it to you. And if I don't know the answer, I promise you, I will look for it. And I'll help you search it. And we can look for it together. I am the type of person that likes to push people to grow with me. I like to grow and see people around me grow too. But I also learned that unfortunately, you can't do that with everyone. And not because of that, you're going to stop growing. You got to keep going. And whoever wants to keep up, they're going to keep up. And whoever doesn't, I'm sorry. And not everybody's always going to see that with good eyes. You sharing everything. Sometimes people take it like you're bragging. You sometimes sharing everything. It gives people an open or they think <laughs> they have an open platform to criticize you or to have an opinion but when God's been so good to you and when God has done things that you would never thought you would accomplish the only thing you could do is thank him and share what he has done Because it's amazing. It's definitely amazing. So that was a little bit of what I wanted to share. God bless you. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. (laughs)